This show is brought to you by Safety FM. situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so true, so true. Nobody even has to say anything that it's so true on what we're going to talk about today. Anyways, how are you? How have you been? Uh, yes, long time no see. Uh, definitely long time no hear. Anyways, today's Monday, February the 27th of 2023 day 58th of the year and only 307 days left to go we are broadcasting from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse known as safety fm uh so anyways how have things been with you well that's good to know seriously it really is so a couple of things real quick um we are broadcasting from the safety fm studios um also we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place Radio. and if you are hanging and banging and looking on the video section of the world you're probably going uh there's no video uh yeah that you are absolutely correct so here's what's going on today uh yeah I have actually been ill for the last uh well what what is it um the last three four days five days I don't know so, you know, I, ha- I I think I came down with some level of the flu is what really would have boiled down to. So I'm still coughing off a storm. So I know I'm going to have to mute this microphone every five to 10 seconds um, after talking. So what I'm going to ask for today, if all possible, is oppose. Yes, oppose to the traditional, the traditional uh, let's live without the video aspect because it is a radio show. You know that, right? This is exactly how we do everything. It's radio. So um, if you don't want to go through the, the thread of the video, I get it because it doesn't make a lot of sense to do the video if there is no video. And especially if all you're going to be looking at is me coughing off the storm, like in the last, uh, in less than four minutes so far that we've been hanging out, I've already muted this microphone at least twice just to cough. So that should tell you, um, on how bad that stuff still is. So just to give you some, some news. So. You will see this lovely picture that's there right now. It's pretty much the way that the video catalog will work. Um, But we'll still do everything that we normally tend to do. So once I want to apologize for not being here last week, or at least the bulk of the week, and then I feel terrible. Uh, Jim Bolzel came into town uh, to come in and do uh, some live streaming stuff in regards of an event that was taking place last week. And I totally had a bail, totally had a bail because they could not figure out if I had the dreaded C word. Um, so with that being said, was unable to go anywhere. I had been locked up uh, just trying to figure out what the hell was going on. 
Well, anyways, besides that, let's talk real quick about what the hell is trending inside of our little world. And that way we can get moving and grooving right away on what's going on. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so in talking about the trends of the ends of the ends of the ends, uh, a lot of things going on over the weekend, of course, because that's exactly how the world goes. So what was a busy week of International Space Station and a new development to identify the COVID origins? We'll talk a little bit about that in the hit list. Uh, The RNC demands a loyalty pledge from Trump ahead of the 2024 stuff. Uh, We can talk about that a little bit more in the swamp. Uh, Selena Gomez becomes Instagram's most followed woman and PETA wants Rihanna to ditch the fur. Hugh Jackman says that his voice, uh, voice is messed up from playing Wolverine in Eric Stone Street. Uh, joins the cast of Santa Clauses. We can talk a little bit more about that if you so care to do so. Um, anyway, so if you're not familiar with the show, the way that it kind of goes is something like this. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety. And then we kind of hang out and do some other things. We bring in some professional broadcasters uh, to come in and do the things that they do because that's always a fun time as those things are going on. So if you want to come in and hang out and hang out with us and talk a little bit, you're more than welcome on doing so by going to callinradio.com. Yeah, that was another call fit, so we'll, we'll, we can keep a, a track counter for that. Uh, so there you go. If you want to interact, call in radio to get us um, moving and grooving on those lines. Uh, the other aspect is we're available on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, or you can listen to the different apps that we're on, which is the Safety FM app and the Radio Big app. So you, there's options there if you're so inclined to do so we are a show that talks about safety in the news and news and safety so you don't have to worry about that because we're going to talk a little bit about everything that is going on inside of the world with that being said in a few moments i will bring in the pro broadcasters that way they can tell you what the hell is going on and we can proceed from there and move on into this lovely world of ours so i think as i say that why don't we do that now here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Biden says he intends to run for re-election. Trey Thomas reports. Biden told ABC's This Week that he will start a full-blown 2024 presidential campaign soon. My intention is from, it hasn't been done from the beginning to run, but there's too many other things I have to finish in the near term before I start a campaign. Biden has not announced any official plans, but has made it clear he intends to run for another four years in the White House. I'm Trey Thomas. A ruling that's expected any day now by a federal judge in Texas could block access to an abortion bill across the U.S. A group of anti-abortion doctors is asking a judge in Amarillo to vacate the FDA's approval of the abortion pill Mifepristone. The group claims the FDA improperly approved the drug back in 2000. Depending on how it goes, the ruling could temporarily halt access to the drug even in states where abortion is legal. An official with the Environmental Protection Agency is telling people in East Palestine, Ohio, that the air quality is acceptable. I continue to be pleased that there have been no exceedances for residential air quality standards, and outdoor air quality remains normal. During a Sunday briefing, EPA Regional Administrator Deborah Shore said the agency has conducted nearly 600 home reentry screenings within the evacuation zone, and the screenings are still available for any resident who wants it done. Ohio EPA Director Ann Vogel added that all of the rail cars from the February the 3rd train derailment have been removed from the site, which will allow investigators to excavate additional contaminated soil. And more than 80 million Americans are under alert for wind or winter weather as a massive storm moves east. The system that dumped heavy snowfall on parts of California is now hitting the Great Plains. Areas in Texas and Kansas could experience storms with the damaging winds, large hail, and scattered tornadoes. The Midwest is likely to get rain and snow into Monday morning before the storm makes its way across the Northeast. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The UK and EU are set to reveal a Brexit agreement over the Northern Ireland Protocol. At least 59 migrants have died after the sinking of a boat off southern Italy. Ukrainian officials say Russia's fired at least 14 drones overnight. And North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un is holding high-level meetings to try to boost the country's economy amid international concerns over food shortages. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Senator Ben Cardin says China is a major threat to the United States. 
They're encouraging this war by working with Russia now, perhaps providing additional weapons for Russia to be able to pursue this war of aggression. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, the Maryland Democrat said China needs to understand what the consequences would be if they give Russia lethal aid. He said China can no longer sit on the sidelines and call for them to pick a side while asking China to join the U.S. in fighting back against Russia's aggression. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says China giving lethal weapons to Russia would be a serious mistake. Appearing on CNN's State of the Union, Sullivan said if China aligns itself with Russia fully, it will end relationships with countries that China is working hard to maintain. The National Security Advisor said the Biden administration is focused on what Ukraine needs right now in the current state of the war, and that doesn't include F-16 fighter jets. Sullivan said the U.S. wants to strengthen the Ukrainian military on the battlefield to help them at the negotiating table. SpaceX has scrubbed the planned over overnight launch that would have sent four crew members to the International Space Station. The SpaceX ground teams had reported around T-minus five minutes an issue with the T-TEB, um, which is the um, uh, basically the stuff that we use to ignite the engines. The Crew-6 mission was scheduled to launch from Florida's Kennedy Space Station, but was called off due to an issue with the ignition system. The next launch opportunity comes just before 1.30 a.m. Tuesday Eastern Time. On board will be two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and the first long-duration astronaut from the United Arab Emirates. The crew will spend six months at the ISS before returning to Earth. And the closely watched double murder trial of Alex Murdoch resumes this morning in South Carolina. On the stand last week, Murdoch admitted he lied to police, stole money from clients, and was addicted to drugs, but insisted he didn't kill his wife Maggie and son Paul. He blamed most of his actions on his drug addiction. Murdoch, once a prominent lawyer worth over a million bucks, faces 30 years to life in prison without parole if convicted. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America Network of Food Banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. 
Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, you're listening to something all right. Magical does not necessarily need to be the thing. Um, anyways, currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this fantastic Monday, the 27th of February. So let's start talking right away about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the hit list because you know that's part of the reason why we get to do what we do uh because of all the hit list stuff that is going on inside of our world you know sometimes i'm always kind of weird out when i start getting annoyed by my headphones how else am i going to hear anything if i don't have them on huh but i guess that's just kind of uh one of those uh let's see first world kind of problem things going on right now but everything is annoying me at the moment i guess because i still don't feel well but that's just me griping to gripe i guess Uh, So let's start talking right away about what's going on in this hit list. An investigation of the U.S. Department of Energy has concluded as the COVID first emerged from, does it say Department of Energy? It sure does, Um, emerged from the Chinese laboratory, but was the invest, let's see, but that investigation has not been made public. The Wall Street Journal reported that the the development over the weekend, the Energy Department is finding uh, corroborative and similar conclusion drawn by the FBI back in 2021. The com- the competing the competing investigation of the National Intelligence Council suggests that the alternative theory that COVID sprung up from a nat- naturally after an animal transmitted the infection to a human, but the conclusion also asserted that a low confidence per the journal. This is what the according to the Wall Street Journal. So there you go, some very interesting stuff um, as you start thinking about it. Radio. So there you go. I'm sure that that one will be debated for some time before everything's all said and done there. Anyways, Dish Network had some uh, wild internal problems starting late last week that that continued into the weekend. Um, internally, internal systems were so shot with the, the, the employees couldn't work, but even externally, the customer facing Dish.com was down and uh, and replaced with the message asking for customers' patience. The Verge also said that the company has not yet communicated to the employees about what caused the outage. Service outages for subscribers appear to be minimal, though the website down um, detector showed an uptick of subscribers' complaint over the weekend. So a lot of stuff going on right there for sure. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, a replacement for the Soyuz spacecraft has arrived for the International Space Station to return the two Russian cosmonauts um, and the American astronaut to Earth. The previous one had lost its coolant after um, spraying a leak in December. Hold on, so they've been up there since December? Isn't it February? Almost March? Anyways, the NASA launch um, SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule was ex- is expected to arrive at some point this week. The Guinness World Records has identified the man with the most consecutive trips to Disneyland nearly three years after he established the record. Jeff Reltz began taking a day- daily trip to Disneyland since 2012, and it showed up um, each day over the course of for more than eight years until the pandemic shut down the park's operation in March of 2020. Over that time, he had logged 2,995 consecutive admissions. Uh, let's see. Jeff made social media posts about his daily journeys 
uh, which took a while uh, to get attention of Guinness. He also has now been certified. So here, here, let me ask a question here. What does this guy do for a living? Uh, And does he work at Disney? Because maybe that plays a bigger factor. And then when you start seeing that, can you ask the question, is there somebody else that works at Disney that probably has a longer track record? I'm just asking. No, seriously. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so a St. Louis zoo can't seem to keep its four-year-old 300-pound um, Andrian deer named Ben in its habitat. Twice a month, it's escaped the enclosure. On February the 7th, the bear managed to rip off the uh, rip off the clips uh, that secured the wire mesh enclosed before piling around and for about an hour and a half. And then on Thursday, Ben the bear was able to snap even stronger clips. The dude says that they're consulting the Association of Zoo and Aquarium for Bear Taxing um, Advisory Group for the best way to proceed. Uh, yeah, let's not have bears in, ca- in captivity. So, I mean, maybe that's the way to look at it. Just an idea. What do you think, huh? I mean, what? There, I don't think there's any other way to put it. Like, seriously. Uh, so, let's take a look. Uh, do you, did you go to the movies over the weekend? Let's talk about the let's talk about the charts. Let's talk about what was going on. So here's the weekend box office going in from number ten to number one. At number ten was a man called Otto with eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. At number nine was Missing with one million dollars. At number eight, eighty from Brady with one point eight million dollars. At number seven, Knock at the Cabin with one point eight three million dollars. At number six, Magic Mike's The Last Ride one point nine million dollars. At number five, Poots and Boots, The Last Wish, $4.1 million. At number four, Avatar, The Way of the Water, $4.7 million. At number three was Jesus Revolution. What is that movie about? I want to know. $15.5 million. This movie, I, I saw the preview to it, and I'm kind of freaked out by it. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. This one's called Cocaine Bear with $23 million. It's supposed to be based on true events, and it's essentially... uh. This drug cartel's dropping like a uh, cocaine packs inside of the middle of the jungle. This and this one bear ends up eating the whole thing. And what happens from that particular point on? Seems seems like an interesting one. And at the number one spot over the weekend was Ant Man and the Wasp in Quantumania with thirty two million dollars, staying at number one for the second week in a row. So there you go, some stuff to think about as you are taking a look around. Anyways, let's bring some John Smalls inside of here real quick. And let him tell you what the hell's going on inside of the world of the market. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, February 27th, 2023. Equity markets plunged last week after hotter-than-expected inflation data put the fear of higher interest rates back into the market. The January read of the PCE price index shows inflation accelerated on a month-to-month basis as expected and accelerated versus last year. This contradicts the belief that inflation is subsiding and may lead the FOMC to hike rates by another 50 basis points at the next meeting. The risk for the market is the FOMC will do something to shock the market, such as a more aggressive than expected interest rate hike or posture at the next FOMC meeting. The risk for the market this week is all earnings related. The bulk of the S&P 500 companies have already reported, but this week brings several reports from major retailers and a host of small and mid-cap favorites. The takeaway to date is the outlook for 2023 is deteriorating, and that trend may accelerate by the end of this week. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for that information right there. Because, hey, listen, you know what the hell's going on. I can only just kind of look around and go, I think that's what he's going to talk about. Uh, so here's what we're able to find. The Dow was down about 336 points to close at 32,816 on Friday. The S&B lost about 42 points to close at 3,970, while the NASDAQ lost about 195 points to close at 11,394. West Texas Intermediate closed at $76 a barrel, and Brent Crude was at $82. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.36 on Sunday. Bitcoin ticked up over the weekend at about 1.5% and was trading right at $23,500. There was 2,680 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Sunday, and more than 215 cancellations. Uh, Tuesday night's Mega, uh, Mega Million drawing will be for $145 million jackpot or $74.3 million cash payout. And tonight's Powerball drawing will be for $131 million jackpot or a $66.9 million cash payout. 
tell if you want to play the game, you have the opportunity to do so. A lot of stuff going on inside of that particular portion of the world because it always seems like there is a lot of stuff going on inside of that portion of the world. Anyways, let's start talking real quick. Los Angeles, at least one home is damaged and two more are affected in the mudslide in La Canada. Uh, Pat Spengel uh, says that with the Los Angeles County Fire describes what happened. The portion of the hillside that came down was a very large portion, probably about 40 feet wide that came down with a large amount of material. Uh, Mud came crashing down the hill and rushed to the backyard at about 4.15 on Sunday afternoon when the family who lives at the home isn't hurt but has temporarily have to move because of the damage and the safety precautions. Uh, crews in the Los Angeles County Public Works and Southern California Edison will be working today to determine if the hillside is still unstable and if the home is safe. So a lot of stuff going on right there as we are talking. Take a listen to this one. Colorado Springs, Colorado, city and county um, leaders are addressing youth violence in El Paso County. Colorado Springs City Councilman Dave Donaldson says that leaders are frustrated in lawmakers in Denver and the severity of punishment in the crimes like car thefts and drugs. When young teenagers look and they see that, uh, you know, it, criminals aren't really punished right now. They aren't punished enough in Colorado. That has an impact. Two shootings have happened just this month involving teens and young adults. A shooting in earlier in February near Falcon left two teenagers dead and another Last week in eastern Colorado Springs resulted in three teens and two adults hurt and no one has been charged or taken into custody uh, because of the shootout. Meanwhile, um, beds in Colorado juvenile detention facilities have decreased from early from nearly uh, 500 to just around 200 since 2003. Colorado Springs Mayor John Sutter says that there is a high level of dysfunction in the state's and in America. We have a lot of uh, young people uh, growing up uh, with uh, inadequate parenting. I'll just be uh, blunt about that. Inadequate parenting. I wonder how that actually comes to um, flourishing and how he looks at that, because, you know, how do you make that assessment? So let's continue talking. Kerry Gettner, El Paso County Commissioner of District 2, says the violent crime among young people is concerning. We have uh, kids dying at the hand of other kids. We're not talking about really petty crimes. We're talking about kids with guns shooting each other. Um, how we address that is we've got to change the minds of the folks in Denver. So a lot of stuff going on in Denver and going on in Colorado Springs is what it sounds like across the board there. So take a look at that. Anyway, take a listen to this one. The Chicago mayor race coming down to the wire. Production frontrunner Paul Valles and other candidates were trying to gather votes over the weekend ahead of tomorrow's election. Right now, I'm not looking at who's in the left lane, who's on the right lane, who's gaining with me. Um, I'm just looking at the finish line. Incuban uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is facing off against eight challengers. Voters will also be casting ballots for members of the city council and for the first time in city history, members of the police district council. So there you go. It'll be interesting to see what exactly will happen there. I'm sure we'll talk about that tomorrow and on Wednesday. That's, of course, if I'm here, uh, because at this point, I don't even know how I should be talking as much as I am. Anyway, take a listen to this. The American Dream Mall water park has reopened after the decorative helicopter came crashing down. Take a listen to what is going on. Four people were hurt in that accident early last week. State officials say the rope that held that large decoration to the roof of the facility was damaged, causing the display to come crashing down into a pool. The state originally had shuttered the water park, deeming it an unsafe structure, before giving it the green light to reopen on Saturday. Jonathan O'Halloran, NBC News Radio, New York. Well, we would imagine that it was damaged. I mean, I don't think the damn thing fell by itself. Something had to happen. I mean... Sometimes some of the reporting that gets done just in general, and I'm just talking in general here, like realistically, that that was a news story. Uh, it reopened and there was an issue because the wire was damaged. Well, something had to happen because unless they saw somebody out there cutting it directly, well, we kind of knew that something was wrong. It wasn't just like, hey, something happened like that. I mean, sometimes some of the obvious might not be so obvious for some. Take a listen to this. Full service has begun this morning at the Grand Central Madison for Lear customers. Jonathan O'Hara has more on this. 
This is the first time in the history of the LIRR that trains will enter Manhattan's east side instead of Penn Station. The MTA says service will increase by 41%, adding an additional 271 trains per weekday. The new schedules now in effect impact every line on the railway, so check your schedules. At most stations, trains will now be alternating between arrivals at Grand Central and Penn Station. The MTA says it believes half of their customers will now have shorter commutes by being able to go to the east side. Jonathan O'Halloran, NBC News Radio, New York. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there as we are talking. I want to go into a deeper dive on this one. Take a listen to this. A ruling from the federal judge in Texas is expected any day now that could block nationwide access to a morning after abortion pill. Take a listen. A conservative Christian legal group is asking a federal judge in Amarillo to vacate the FDA's approval of the abortion pill Mifepristone, also known as RU486, the medication typically used to bring about a medical abortion by causing an early miscarriage. The group claims the FDA improperly approved the drug back in 2000. Deciding the case is District Judge Matthew Kaczmarek, a Trump appointee who, before being confirmed to the federal judiciary in 2019, worked as a deputy general counsel at a conservative of nonprofit advocating for religious liberty, the First Liberty Institute. I'm Scott Carr. So what do you think the outcome there will be? And will there be people on the streets um, once whatever the outcome is? Because that's going to be interesting that a court in Amarillo, Texas, will have an impact on courts across all of the U.S. It could be very interesting on how this ruling ends up being. Now, as you heard, the ruling is coming down any day now. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen today. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. It could happen at any point. But I think that there's going to be a lot of consequences, regardless on how you look at it, of what's going to happen. Because how come one court will be able to have so much power over such a long piece, or not a long piece, but such a big piece of land in making a ruling? I mean, think about that real quick. If you don't live in a certain state, you don't want to follow along what that particular state is doing if you live in a totally opposite state because you don't agree with it. It's going to be an interesting time, and I am going to be intrigued to see what's going to happen. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, taking a look around, it looks like it is 32 minutes past the top of the hour. So with that being said, maybe it's time to do that thing that we do around now that we call our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Listen, listen, listen. I understand that a lot of things go on inside of our world. And at some point, we go around and want people to better themselves. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. And when you take that term bettering yourself, it can be whatever you want it to mean. I mean, seriously, it can be self-improvement it can be better in a political standing it can be better in knowledge base i mean there's so many things that you can say hey we just want you to be better whatever you know and i understand that people have areas of pride and people get excited about things that they get to do and i understand that and it makes sense to me because listen we all want to be recognized i guess to an extent about something But I am getting very confused over the last little bit. And as you know, and I know, for what you and I do for work, and I'm talking about being in the safety industry, there's about 300 300 or more designations that are available. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about the people that have 300 letters behind their name that is longer than their name themselves, and they think that that's important. So when you look at their business business card, you realize that it's two-sided, Because it's still listing out all the letters that they've decided to actually put behind their name. Even though when you take a look at some of the lettering, you kind of realize that it's a one-day certificate, but it's still a certificate. But it's neither here nor there. But I'm getting really confused as of late, as I'm starting to see this more as a trend on social media. And when I talk about social media, I'm talking about mostly the work environment, social media, so more the LinkedIn's in the world, on why in the hell? Do people keep on putting when they get a new certification, when they get a new credential? Like, do you have to put the certificate out there for people to know that, hey, you got it? Like, hey, I want everybody to know this. Like, what is the 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 thing here? I, I don't understand. Like, 
are we supposed to be like, hey, congratulations, or are you asking for people's approval, or are you asking to be praised? Because I'm slightly confused, and I think I've said the same thing for years at this particular point. If you're going to get a designation and all that stuff, wouldn't you want to put whichever one is the most important designation? Like, I see things on, on LinkedIn all the time where people are like, hey, um, this is my new designation, and I did it, blah, 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 blah. And I don't understand what's supposed to happen. Like, are you supposed to be congratulating people based on new designation? I mean, it's way better than the stupidity of reviews of, oh, yes, I've had these people, this many people review the stuff that I do. Like, I don't understand that either. Like, I get confused on what metrics are deemed important. Because as much as we sit around and poke fun at stuff at oh, look at these safety slogans and how they don't make sense sometimes and the things that are going on. I don't understand what I'm supposed to think about designations and every time that somebody posts one that they got a new one. Like, you put the certificate online for people to know that you got it. I just don't understand what's the point. And maybe I I, I just don't understand this. And maybe you can tell me better. But at the end of the day, what does it accomplish? I understand that on having it on potentially on your LinkedIn section on things that is your knowledge. But for you to make a post for people to know in particular that that's the thing, it's kind of weird. I, I just don't get it. And I understand that there's areas of pride that you want to be proud about. But what is the end point when it comes to that? And listen, I understand I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this. And it's okay. But what is the goal? And I, I, I took a look at it, and I go, the designations are great, but I want you to think about this for a moment. You know that a medical doctor goes to school for several years, and they get all kinds of knowledge base, but even when they're done with school, they're technically not done, because then they have to do their residency, because here's what happens. You have to take your knowledge base and see how it actually applies to the real world. Like if you went out today and you broke your arm and you have actually looked at WebMD, are you going to go to the doctor's office and tell the doctor what they need to do to fix your arm? No, because the doctor went to school and did real life practical application to get this designation and to be able to understand what the hell is going on. So you're just not going to tell the doctor what to do. And I think that I get weirded out that we get these pieces of paper, these designations, these letterings that gives us knowledge base, but not experience. And we think that, you know, this is an area of praise or an area of pride. And listen, people are going to be pissed about it, but it's weird. Like, what am I supposed to do when you actually post that? You posted it for a reason. Am I supposed to say something or am I just supposed to sit there and go, oh, ain't that great? I mean, it's really confusing. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-40 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Adopt US Kids presents what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. Today, I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. 
Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. If you have a claim and not sure where to turn, Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 43 minutes past the top of the hour. This right here, this little song's called Action by God Mode. This is hour one of the Jay Allen in the Morning Show, but you are listening to what some people know this as, the Rated R Safety Show. Because we don't try to cause any confusion whatsoever. Anyways, Action God Mode available on Spotify, Apple Music. And YouTube music. Thanks to God Mode for allowing us to play this here today. You know, I always love me some musica because, you know, what else are we going to be doing around here besides doing that? So anyways, thanks to God Mode for allowing us to play that right there. A lot of stuff still going on that I want to tell you about. Um, let's talk about the most important thing that I'm going to tell you real quick. So let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide 
and Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support uh, for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones and best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can call 988 or text the word TALK to 988, and that will get everything moving and grooving for you. Listen, I understand that things are difficult. Things are not easy. But the but the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available for you right there. The National Network is a local crisis center that provides free and confidential emotional support for people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day and seven days a week. They are in, they are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals, advancing professional best practices, and building awareness. Available 24-7. That's the important part. So anytime that you're in a level of need, that you're having these contemplations, that you're not sure where to turn next, 988lifeline.org. We talk about it all the time because it's that important. It's not one of these things that we're just going to not talk about. I, I, I hope as we go through the things that we go through on the show that you come to the realization on how important um, this subject is to me. And I have to tell you, it's not that anything, anything that uh, has affected, I don't even know how to word this. It's not like anything has, that has impacted me personally or me directly, but I know that we all go through hard times. And I'm t- and I'm telling you, there's people to turn to. And I think that sometimes we don't realize that because there's people that, that suffer of mental anguish and don't know where to go. And I have done look upon look upon look on where to go to. And there's a lot of great companies that do this stuff, but they all source to almost exactly to the national suicide i almost said national safety council listen to me um they all go to the suicide and crisis lifeline the national suicide and crisis lifeline so it is easier just to give you the direct source i know there's people that listen from other countries but we we reference to the one in the u.s the show is mostly based in the u.s and from time to time i do reference the other ones that are that are available out there but it's important to have this knowledge base not just for you you might have someone that you know that might need to know this Seriously. So just give that some consideration today as you're going around and about because there is no doubt to, to think about some of this stuff that's also important as we do talk about this. Let's continue talking a little bit more about things that are going on inside of our world. So for those who um, actually have tickets for the, the Safety Differently workshop, that's actually taking place next week in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Very excited about that. And we do have another event that is going on, uh, which we have briefly spoken about around here. And that is the Safety Worlds Collide Workshop that is taking place in Arizona. It's taking place in Phoenix, Arizona, May the 9th and May the 10th. Now, listen, next two days, today and tomorrow, are the last couple of days for Early Bird Special. After that, the Early Bird will be gone and they will go to the full ticket prices starting on March the 1st. Would love to see you there in Arizona. It is Safety Worlds Collide. You will see Sam Goodman there. Brent Sutton, yeah, coming all the way up from New Zealand. And yours truly. That will be taking place in Phoenix, Arizona. Would love to hang out with you and do the things that we get to do. It will be a nice couple of days of doing our stuff. If you want to come and hang out, we would love to see you there. The only thing that you need to do to find out more information to go to safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io to find out more information. So there you go. Anyways, let's get into some other news that is going on inside of El Worldo. Because why wouldn't you want to talk about more news? Because that's what we do around here. Uh... I guess we'll talk about it because we talk about social media all the time. But good news, if you're one of those people who regularly spends time in Facebook jail in the future, you might get get off with um, just a warning. Facebook says that it will now warn users when they break the rules instead of simply taking away their posting privileges or tossing them to Facebook jail. 
for most violations, the first strike will result in a warning. If the company removes additional posts, users will lose access to some of the features. Facebook jail sentences will typically begin on the sixth strike. The old rules will still apply to more serious violations, terrorism, child exploration, um, and those who offenders who face immediate restrictions, according to a spokesperson. The company says that the changes are in response to the feedback from users who complained that the penalty in the system needed to be unfairer. Some users say that it has been unfairly uh, deprived of access to their accounts, in, in some cases their businesses, and for days or weeks at a time. What most people uh, who commit against the English language, let's talk, talk about that one. Can they put them in jail then? Because I still, uh, I still see it as quite a bit. I've never been uh, in Facebook jail, but I, I get to get locked out of my account pretty regularly. So I guess is that kind of similar to the same thing or is that slightly different? I mean, I never understand. I always just, I just want to have a better understanding of it, of course. Tearing the ass out of you like gas station sushi. I'm just asking the question here. Nobody, um, nobody's saying anything wrong. I'm just, I'm just asking la question, la question on what is going on. So there you go. A lot of stuff uh, going on inside of there. Take a listen to this real quick. I don't know if you heard this news, but this news is actually coming out of, uh, out of West Michigan. Well, the news is coming out of West Michigan, but it's saying Illinois, an Illinois-based food manufacturer is accused of violating child labor laws in West Michigan. A New York Times reports that. Hearthside Food Solution has been employing underage workers for their plants in Kent County and did not require them to forge industrial staffing to verify their ages by a national social security check. Take a listen. It's the most hidden workforce. Even though I'm not surprised by it, it doesn't shock me at all. A lot of people are still taken aback by what really goes on to get their food on their plate. That executive director is a senior litigator for Teresa Hendricks of Migrant Legal Aid, who has been working for decades as a migrant lawyer in Grand Rapids. The company has now hired an independent law firm and an advisor firm to review employment practices food safety protocols, third-party employees' engagement, and standards of business conduct and expect the review done in 60 days. Migrant Legal Director Teresa Hendricks says that the workers of the Heart Food Solu- or Heartside Food Solution was a Grand Rapids Union High School student who dropped out of high school. Take a listen. They have to work to survive. Um, they have to be hired. And when they have to choose between school or earning a living to cover their basic needs or cover expenses for their families back home, they will choose work over their health. So it's going to be interesting times for sure as we get to take a look at some of that stuff as we hear more and more about it. Anyways, currently 52 minutes past the top of the hour. I think it's time to bring some John Smalls inside of here and let him tell you about what the hell is going on with the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Carrie. Napoleon Hill said, It takes half your life before you discover life is a do-it-yourself project. What a great quote. My wife and I were just talking about something similar the other day. Okay, it was a little different. We made the observation that at our age, we've probably already lived at least half of our lives. Double our age puts us both just shy of 100 years old. That would be nice, but even if we did hit the mid-90s, we're half done today. When you think about that, it changes your perspective on some things. We have many things we want to get done while we're still alive. We're going to make more plans to do more things. You should too. Live while you can. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. When we go for exercise, we normally don't think about our brains. However, interestingly enough, exercise intensity may determine which brain regions are affected during a workout. Low-intensity exercise activates brain regions involved in cognition and attention, while high-intensity activates brain regions involved in mood, emotion, and dampened motor function brain networks. Exercise at both intensities improves mood. Low-intensity aerobic exercise is at about 50% of a person's maximum heart rate, while high-intensity aerobic exercise is at 75% maximum heart rate or higher and should last for at least 18 minutes. 
target maximum heart rate is defined by age and can be calculated using a formula 220 minus age. For more information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. What do guys like besides pizza and morning sex? Jay Allen in the morning. It's so bizarre and unnatural. Target on radio. Okay, 55 minutes past the top of the hour. Not, nothing but a better time uh, than when your computer kicks you out of what the hell you were doing. You know, it's always a fun time when you start taking a look at those things. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Uh, let's take a look around real quick. Back in 1991, George Bush declares Kuwait liberated from the Iraq invasion. That day, Saddam Hussein ordered his troops out of the small country, and the surrender came after only four days of major combat operations. That happened back in 1991. If you're looking at some birthdays for today, here's a few. James Perry turns 36. Josh Groban turns 42. Chelsea Clinton, 43. Peter Andre turns 50. James Worthy um, turns 62. Um, and let's see, Ralph Nader turns 89 today. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. And listen to this one. It's no-brainer day. Yep, no-brainer day. National Pokemon Day, International Polar Bear Day, National Koala Day, National Strawberry Day, Play More Cards Day, and Word NGO Day. Word NGO Day. So there you go, a lot of stuff going on right there. If you're so inclined to do that kind of thing. So there you go. Um, What else? What else? What else? So real quick, if you want to come out and hang out with me, I will actually be going to radiobig.fm exclusively for the next couple hours. Hopefully that my voice holds up. So you can come over there, hang out, and we'll do some things together inside of the world of music because that's what I like to do. I like to hang out over there and us talk about it. If not, you can stay on Safety FM and take a listen uh, to what's going on with the Safety Consultant Show because Sheldon Primus will be taking over um, here in the next, well, legitimately in the next few minutes. Uh, also, thanks for all the people that messaged in and said, hey, I don't see your picture. Yep, that was kind of by design if you were on the video side because all I'm doing is coughing up a storm and, um, and actually I'm muting the microphone. I think if I have the countdown right, I'm down to like 12 in regards to how many times I had to mute the thing because I was coughing so much. Make that 13. Uh, so there you go. Um, so a couple of things real quick. If you need a random joke for today, I do have one of those for you. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Whoops, I stood on your up too fast again. You get it? You get it? Okay. I, I thought that was good. I thought that was a good one. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. Where is the best or worst place that you've ever slept? And don't say anything about your exes because that gets kind of weird. Or your currents because that, that gets stranger as well. If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question 32% of men wear this because they believe it improves their appearance. What is it? Hairspray. Yep, hairspray is the answer. I can't even remember when was the last time I wore hairspray. I remember when I was a kid, I used to actually make, um, I would get my hair down because I had, I had pretty curly hair when I was younger. And I don't even know if curly is the right thing because it wasn't curly enough. Um, it was, I guess we'll say body wave hair. I would put so much mousse and hairspray on it and gel for it to almost look like a helmet in regards to how it would look. And then I would run my fingers through it once it would kind of, after it had hardened up in the afternoon, that way it would look like my hair was straight. Yeah, I had a lot of issues, it sounds like. So there you go. Um, so here you go. That's it. That's going to end our time together. Uh, thanks for hanging out and being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Bagan. That is the listener because without you, we couldn't do what we do around here. I apologize for not being here the vocal last week. That was all my doing because of not feeling well So and losing my voice because that plays a factor into it as well. If I can't leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this. The person who follows the crowd will go no further than the crowd. The person who walks alone is likely to find himself or herself in places no one has ever seen before. Think about that. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen. I know who you are. No, seriously. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.